With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Uh, before we get started today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors, First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine in the market. I've said this multiple times. We own three of them. I want a fourth and a fifth. Hey, AD's listening to me. But um, they're so great. Um, they work so well. They're so easy to set up. I think my record is 37 seconds or 32 seconds to set it up. Um, but mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins. They'll take really good care of you. And also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Everything you need from a from a nationally ranked, um, you know, we won three state titles. Um, I think the we were just talking recently. Um, you know, we've won over 460 games in our program and lost 130 over the last 20 years. And I think we know the secret sauce to be successful, the roadmap, what it takes on and off the court. So go over and check it out um, and enjoy the podcast. Bye. So you, I think you might be the coach. You might be the first. You might be my first repeater. I don't know. I have to go back and look. I don't think I think I've had rewinds before on my podcast, but I don't know if I've had a repeat uh, guest. So you're in you're in rare company, I guess, on Coach Unplugged. Well, I appreciate that. I feel very special, you know. <laughs> uh, so just remind everybody kind of your background. You can give the kind of the paraphrase version. If they want to go down and hear the whole thing, they can go back to episode what did I say? Episode eighty four is what I said. It was. That's correct. Yep. Um, so go back and you just give give a quick summary, and then we'll jump into kind of what you're doing, and we'll just start talking hoops again. Sure. Yeah. Um, my name's Tim Rice, and I'm uh, I'm basically a a longtime uh, college and high school basketball coach. Also coached internationally. Originally from the Alabama Gulf Coast, and uh, I have worked in Division One all the way down to middle school basketball. And uh, spent about a year in Ireland, almost working uh, with Basketball Ireland, the governing body for FIBA in the country, 
and then also uh, was a head college basketball coach at the Division three level um, and also the Bible college level for a couple of years. Um, currently a full-time online faculty member. I have a pretty cool gig, actually. Uh, gives me a lot of flexibility. Yeah, I do. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I'm actually a full-time faculty member, actually the director of the doctor psychology program at the University of the Rockies in Denver, Colorado, and um, also work as an adjunct faculty member for three other universities, possibly a fourth coming on the way. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, keeps so me that busy. Intrigues. So there's a couple of things I want to dive into. First one is sure. the professorship. So can you do that from anywhere? Like, uh, could you live in Vermont and be the professor there? Because everything's yes. online? Oh, okay. absolutely. We have, okay. so we have a faculty member that lives in uh, Anchorage, Alaska, actually. Really? Um, yeah. As long as it's for our school, it, you have to – Rules uh, stipulate that we have to be in the United States, uh, whether that's uh, continental or the okay. U.S. anywhere. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay. and, and and I wrote my master's thesis for Dartmouth on distance sure. education. Oh, you did? It, it did. So it intrigues me a little bit um, that you know I think obviously I wrote that in the mid late '90s. So distance education was different in the late '90s than it is now. It was 20 years. Right. Um, that's 20 years of the lap since I wrote that thesis, but um, it's interesting. Okay. A couple of thoughts on this it has nothing to do with basketball. So people are just going to have to deal with it for a second. So do you think gender bias breaks down because of the, um, of you doing it over the internet? I suppose. Well, you know, honestly for me, I, I just look at the student as the student, you know, right. I never look at, um, I would say that, you know, when I, in our online platform, we, you know, a lot of times we're not, we, some of our students, we might not even see pictures of them sometimes. Oh, you might not even know them. Okay. Cause yeah. I would just, saw, I just read an article about there's, there's even hidden bias with um, doctors. I mean, it's not, it's not, I'm not saying you're, you're biased. I'm just saying yeah, we all no. have the hidden underneath things. You know this. Absolutely. And they're just talking about doctors with heart attacks and that they don't, they don't diagnose it as much. Even female and male doctors don't diagnose, diagnose it as much with females as they do with males. Yeah. Um, and all this kind of stuff. So there's this bias that we have to fight. But sure. my thought, my part of my thesis was that that would break down, especially mm -hmm. if you don't know the gender. It's like yeah. you can't have a bias if you don't know. It's just a person. You know, it's just, you know, an emoji or something there that you're teaching. Um, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is. That's yeah. intriguing. Um, and where did you coach at the D3 level? I don't remember that. Yeah, I was a head I was a head coach at Hiram College in Hiram, Ohio, in the North Coast Athletic Conference. So okay. same league as Wittenberg, Worcester, Ohio Wesleyan, Oberlin, Denison, uh, Kenyon, yep. Allegheny. And how long did you Wabash. do that? Three years. And did you have prior? Uh, did you have prior? Um, and I'm just asking these questions for some mm -hmm. of the area questions. Did you sure. have prior experience at the college level before you got hired for that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I had okay. been. Um, I had been. Before that job, that was in uh, 2000, from 2003 to 2006. Um, before that time, I had been, I had gotten my first head college coaching job at 27 years old in 1997. So I was at Calvary Bible College, now Calvary University in Kansas City, Missouri. I was there for two years, and I had also worked at uh, in Owatonna, Minnesota, for two years at a little school called Pillsbury College, which no longer is in existence, another uh, Christian school. And then I had worked at Williams College. 99-2000 for Harry Sheehy, who is, you know, athletic director at Dartmouth. I, 
And so, you know, he, he left Williams to go to Dartmouth. Right. Um, so I've, I've had, I had a decent amount and I'd also been an assistant coach at Grove city college, another division three school North of Pittsburgh for three years before getting the hiring job. So yeah, I definitely climbed the ladder for sure. Right. It's a harder gig. I'm telling you, I've been watching. It's yeah. kind of like, it's, it's, it's intrigued me as maybe a next chapter, but it's, it's, it's changed in the last 10, 15 years. It's, it's like yeah. it's like these D D one guys are jumping down to D three. It's crazy. Well, it, it it has changed, and I'll say this for any person that's looking, you know, to go into college coaching. You know, first and foremost, uh, if you're leaving the high school ranks to go, especially in the public schools, to go to the college ranks, you gotta get ready to maybe take a cut and pay. Number one, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, but that was that's part of my theory was, and I've talked yeah. to my brother about this because. Um, I actually applied for the Vassar job, which is in Poughkeepsie. That's right. Um, it is Liberty it is. League, and yep. they and they hired a legit. They hired a. They hired a. Um, uh, where did Where did Steph Curry go? Um, Davidson. Uh, he, Davidson. They hired a yep. Davidson assistant for that job. Right. Like, I can't. I can't compete with that. <laughs> no problem. I mean, I, I don't deserve an interview. But it's like that's a whole different level. But that was part of my thought: is okay. That would be the next chapter in my life. I'd go do sure. that for fifteen years. But. Yeah. I, I mean, that's where I have to figure out if I have to go get college experience. But I would also have my teacher's retirement and that, you know, you'd have two things working together. Because you're right. Those D3 guys don't make a lot of money. <laughs> no, they don't. But here's the thing. When I got the job at Hiram in 2003, there were 275 applicants for that job. And we're talking about, that's 15 right. years ago. Yeah. And it's gotten way more competitive even now. Um, and now it's gotten to the point where folks that are head coaching at the Division three level aren't coaching a second sport. They're not teaching. Many of them are just head basketball coach. So it's become, um, and as you know, um, being a a former division three athlete yourself, um, you know, it's become a battle of facilities. It's a facilities war where you have schools like Kenyon college and and Gambro, Ohio, outside of Columbus, who were in our league at North coast athletic conference, Hiram $75 million athletic complex, the Kenyon athletic center, that was paid for by one man. Right. So, you know, right. Right. plus the education and everything else, people right. talk about Division Three not being a – well, it's, anybody can play Division Three, and that's baloney. It's not true. It's, no. you know, there are kids that are all state, all everything, 1,000-point scores, and they get to the Division Three level. And, you know, one of my, uh, my, one of my former players in Galway, Ireland – is playing at Lake Forest in the Chicago area. I know Lake Forest. I went to Lawrence, so Lake Forest. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 Midwest Conference. Yep. And, yep. you know, he. I think he was assuming that he would come in and start right away, and he didn't play a whole lot, but he learned right. that that's a different ball game. And, yep. uh, you know, when I was in Ireland most recently in March, you know, the Irish national team played uh, Dickinson College. Alan right. Sredi, a head coach there, a good friend of mine, I was there for the game, and – Dickinson beat the national team by 25 points. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's legit now. I, it it is. totally is. Yeah. But, hey, you know, the one thing I would say uh, to you, Steve, would be that, hey, hey the thing is, ultimately, uh, the best coaches, and we talked a little bit about this in our last conversation, that I think the best coaches are the folks that aren't necessarily the college coaches, but the coaches right. at even the lower level in middle school, elementary school, some, and some small high schools. I mean, my goodness, how many state championships have you won? Three? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think you know what you're doing. <laughs> right, yeah. It, the thing is, it's like, and and, and, and I haven't really dealt into it because my son's going to be a junior. It's kind of one of those things I'm kind of, it, 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 that job opened, that intrigued me. 
Sure. Dartmouth grad. It's a good school. Yeah, very good. That, that's where I want to, I, I would literally, that's, I want to go to a really good academic school. Right. That's the kind of kids I want to recruit. That, that yeah. Was the kind of kid that, I mean, that's the way I was recruited. So, yeah. but it, it just, it just got me, like I put a toe into the water and said, Ooh, what does this look like? It, it's interesting. I haven't really delved into it about, yeah. I mean, I think some of these guys have handlers too. Even they do. Know, they do. They have people that are going and working the back channels yeah. um, to get the door open. You know. Well, well but I want to jump in and talk a little bit about the bias aspect. Um, you know, there are biases, I believe, within and I'm not not to jump necessarily into athletic administration here, but um, that is kind of my my area right. of expertise. Right. I do have a doctorate in sports management, but. Um, I, as someone who is, you know, I just turned 48 and I, you know, as a head college coach and I have master's and doctoral degree and, right. you know, I've applied for jobs at the division three level for many years. And right. a lot of times I'm not getting looks, I think partly because of the age issue. Right. Um, they think that a 48 year old or someone who's 50 or doesn't have as much energy as right. some younger buck. Yep. And I'm sorry, yep. but uh, younger folks out there, I, I, I think I got a lot of energy. I know Steve does too. So, right. No, um, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I, I, that's what I told, I, I was kidding with one of some of my assistants. I said, if I got in the room, trust me, I mean, they, they will see that I'm not, la I'm not your typical 50. I mean, yeah. but I got to get in the room. It's like, you got to, it's like everything. You just, you got to get, you got to get that door opened. And, it, and that's where I haven't really delved into it. Um, sure. That wasn't super, I mean, I would apply and thought if I got an interview, I'd, I'd, I'd consider it, but yeah. um you know, yeah. I, well, there's definitely a bias. I think there would definitely be a bias if I was 57 and applying. They're going, oh, he's not going to stay. It's like, yeah. what do you think? What else am I going to do? I'm not going to sit in a rocking chair. You know? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, and I would say this, you know, the other thing too, and, and I've had a couple people have come to me because I, I mean, I teach doctoral level students that right. are working on dissertations and whatever. And they're like, Dr. Rice, uh, for one thing, I keep thinking they People call me Dr. Rice. Rice is pretty amazing, but because um, I barely graduated college. But <laughs> the the thing is, they'll say, "Well, you know, I want I want to get a coaching head coaching job," and I, but people are telling me I'll get a doctorate, I won't get that opportunity. And I believe that it's all based on it's really about your networks, about building that yeah, network and connecting so with the right people. I think yeah. so too. I think it's getting that door open, and uh, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. I mean. I don't remember who I was talking to about this. It might have been Brendan Sir who was talking about, you know, when he was working somewhere. I don't remember what pie it was. A, I don't remember what number it was, but yeah. he was talking about when he was working. I don't know if he was working for the somebody. He was working for somebody in the NBA, and they get thousands of applicants. He goes, I didn't hire anybody from those, that pile. I hired because I knew this. The people I hired is because I knew somebody that knew somebody. It's all mm -hmm. about relationships. It's about connections. So that's yeah. obviously, I yeah, yeah. Um, you'd have to play those if you got serious about, um, and the, and the, and the, I'm telling you the knock is the knock for me would be age and recruiting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I would, mm, I, I would free, say. I, I think you can <laughs> recruit. I mean, I can. Yeah. In, it's the math teacher in me. You know, there's only so many kids that can get into Vassar. So you're not, <laughs> dealing, no, I'm just saying. So yeah. if you're dealing with that job, here's the, here's the, you know, here's your long list of, I don't know, 55,000 high school seniors, mm-hmm. 2,000 of them can get in, you know, yeah. or whatever it is. So you, all of a sudden you've just – I don't care this kid's a really good basketball player. He can't get in. So all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're dealing with a much smaller pool, which you're all competing for, but at least you know where you are. It's not like you're, you know, trying – sometimes I think like Wisconsin or Michigan or some of them try to find those gems. You know, they yeah. all know who the top 150 are, but they're not going to all get them. <laughs> Well, and I, let me just say, too, you know, a great example of how Division III uh, is pretty doggone good basketball right. is a guy by the name of Duncan Robinson from Michigan right. who started his career at Williams yep. and was an All-American at Williams as a freshman, led him to the national championship game his freshman year, and then he said, hey, I think I want to go play Division One," and he jumped. It's not like John Beeline found him. Right. You know, right. so, so, but he developed himself and he just signed a contract with the Miami Heat, you know, so, right. yeah. so I, I think that there are, you know, a lot of times there are a lot of folks that don't really give it due deal and they don't think through it enough. They think, well, because kids are going to play division three basketball that are tough, hard nosed geniuses want to play for free. Actually, right. that was the recruiting motto we had at Grove City when I worked right. with Steve Lammy. Of course, yeah. he added Christian to it. Right. But, um, you know, we, we had – I mean, every year I recruited at Grove City, we'd bring in four to five All-State kids. When I was a head coach at Hiram, you know, we would start off – I would start off as a head coach with a 1,000 names. Right. Call right. it down, funnel, 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 and I'd end up bringing 10 to 12 kids in, and inevitably there would be two to three All-State kids in that group from somewhere in the United States. and. So it's it's a it's a business. It's something you know. For me, I talk you know thinking about it from the standpoint of where I am as an online faculty member. And again, I, I've done, done this for eight years full time. And uh, the other thing, I live in RV full time, so it's you know have the ability right. to travel and go wherever. So how, do you tra- how do you fly into different spots with an RV? <laughs> I don't. Oh, okay, you always I leave, fly- Yeah, I go to and from places just okay. to work. Okay, okay. You leave yeah. at once. I mean, because I, I was thinking you were flying into Boston. I'm going. Didn't you leave from? Te- I mean, yeah, I yeah. yeah. You got to go back to the same spot. Okay, absolutely. Like, I'm not. I'm not John Madden. So yeah, yeah that that's good. <laughs> no one drives it to you. Yeah, no, no. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the business itself uh, for any person. You know, for me, having that business and having that lifestyle. I do have a flexibility if I wanted to, to, you know, go after a head coaching job, even as a part-timer in division three. And even that's yeah. difficult to do. It's a very competitive world. And I've talked with my wife, Candy on numerous occasions about trying to go and just become an assistant coach somewhere and just right. see what, you know, happens. And I think if I had that opportunity again, I would get a great chance at it, right. but you know, it's kind of hard to knock what I do now. So, right. uh, 
<laughs> yeah. I, I get to impact coaches. Do, and do, uh, do, you, do you stay in warm weather? Do you drive to warm weather at all times? That's what I would do. Well, I try I, to. Yeah. I, I mean, I would stay ahead of the winter. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, we're, we're, uh, we certainly aren't going to be right now. I'm in Minnesota. I'm outside okay. of Fargo, North Dakota, but, um, you know, where my mother-in-law lives in Moorhead, but, okay. uh, but yeah, if we have an opportunity to not be in the heat of Texas or, you know, the winter's here or right. Madison, yeah, you don't want uh, to be here now. Yeah. yeah. Gives, gives me a lot of flexibility. And, you know, honestly, uh, when it comes to what I do in, in basketball, I get a chance to, it, it, there's something about the value when I go to Ireland, sometimes I think they just smell me coming because everybody's hitting me up. Hey, I want you to do this session. Hey, I want you to do that session. And it's a great ego boost, I suppose, right. because there are a lot of folks over there that value what I bring. And, and you know, it's fortunate when I was over there in March to do four, three different sessions, actually, with and clubs. What do, you, what do you do in those sessions? Well, that's a good question. Uh, one of the things that I do uh, is based on what the coaches want, really. And a lot of times I'm really focused on the defensive end of the game. Okay. Um, so, for instance, with Titans Basketball Club in Galway, um, I did a, a defensive session with their under-16 team that ended up finishing third in the country in the under-16 club uh, uh, tournament. Um, and, you know, just worked on every aspect you can think of defensively, whether it was, you know, as simple as jumping to the ball, closing out, utilizing hands, explosion. Most of it's man. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then I, you know, obviously would really worked on, I'm really big on physical play defensively and really making it uh, tough for the other team. And they know that we've shown up. <laughs> so, where would they be? Where would that group be in comparison to kids in the Midwest? I think behind a little bit, only from the standpoint of, you know, the Midwest is the Midwest. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I think if you were to take your uh, group of your 16-year-olds from your high school there, right. you probably win all your games, not from the, not because it's a negative of their them. But, I mean, there's some good basketball play over there, right. and there's some pretty good coaches too. It, it's uh, – it's, um, I think that there's a difference, and uh, I think in our last conversation just – um soccer. there's more yeah well yeah you got soccer you got rugby and the gaelic sports hopefully you got a chance to take a look at the hurling and yeah i did yeah so there's a lot of you know one of the things and i'll bring this up real quickly but um croatia of course just doing what they did in the world cup um it's a country of four million people the republic right. of ireland has about four million people and everybody over there a lot of people over there were saying well why can't we be as successful in soccer or, and they're also playing in, in the, smaller in the Euro Wisconsin. Cup. It's smaller than Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and they play in a high level in their men's side as far as uh, basketball within uh, Europe, too. Right. And um, and it, part of it has to do with the fact that Croatia is not going to have the, the GAA, which in for anyone listening, it's, the, it's basically the Gaelic sports in Ireland with handball, uh, you know, hurling and yeah. Gaelic football. Those are very big, um, very traditional sports over in, in Ireland, and you know, so there's there's a set, the, the best athletes aren't going to be going to specific into you know sports like right. soccer or sports like um, you know basketball. So it, it so to answer your question, I think um, you know I think that the game has changed a great deal, and uh, I've been very fortunate working within uh, Basketball Ireland's Elite Performance Committee to help ch make some changes, whether it's technological changes whether it's different ways of looking at the game. Um, also, we just uh, secured in Basketball Ireland, I was very fortunate to help them 
get their uh, get an interview with the NBA, and they're starting a junior NBA oh, uh, this fall. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, they uh, just announced the uh, the eleven clubs that were given teams um, across the country, and fortunately, uh, Titans, which is a group I've worked with, was able to get one. That's the one of the clubs in Galway. Um, so yeah. And do you do? You, uh, let's go back to the defensive part. Do you teach them pack? Do you do anything specific like pack line or things like yeah. that? Or, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Similar um, to pack line. I, I mean. When I yeah, tw tweaks to maybe what they see. That's what I would think would be good for them. It's like if everyone else yeah. is doing A, maybe you're teaching them a little bit of B. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, yeah, honestly, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. You know, when I was at Grove City and worked with Steve Lamy, who, I mean, he's coming in on his 300th win here in the next couple of years, probably one of the best teachers I've ever been around. Um, he had a system that he got from his college coach, John Barr, called Wedgelong. Line. And I teach wedge line. Uh, it's basically, if you can imagine a V, a V from the top of the key down to the corner and top of the key down to the other corner, basically it's an imaginary line that moves and that you want to keep your feet on that line that's on the wing or on the high side, okay. driving yep. up to the baseline area, jumping yep. back, taking angles. There's always strong help side. Um, if you want to get into passing lanes, that's one thing. There's always good one pass away, help and recover. There's always uh, – it's a physical brand. It also gives you the ability to actually be in good box-out uh, box position or rebounding position. It is yeah. interesting. And, I, and what I've seen – what I've seen is recently – and I, it's, it's at every level a little bit – is people are kind of funneling down the sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they're almost funneling so then they, they can and, – and we when we do it, we kind of trap a little bit. Yeah. They're literally like two straight – two two lines uh, – um, parallel to the sideline and they're actually like we're just going to keep you over here like yeah. we're not going to let you reverse if you reverse you have to skip it and that's yeah. really causing you know that's that would be something unique for them too it's like it would be a different look it could be a call or something but it's like literally like once it's on that left side of the court it's not going back to the right side and if it is you got to skip it um, yeah yeah it's, it's an it's an interesting concept it's relatively new um yeah kind of flowing through the ranks right now Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.